Hi, welcome to the Happiness Hive podcast. I'm Catherine Bowyer and I am completely fascinated by people and what motivates them. I've spent the past three and a half decades specialising in mindset and human behaviour and I've helped thousands of people to create happy and amazing lives. And now I am super excited to be chatting with women from around the world who I have secret and to be honest, not so secret crushes on. They're women who inspire me. I'm intrigued as to how they do life and what makes them tick. I want to find out their magic formula that makes them who they are. And at the end of the episode, I'd love for you to say, I'd like a little bit of what she's having. The conversations are real and raw. They're full of passion, inspiration and lots of fun. And nothing is off limits. So grab yourself a cuppa or pop on your trackie and go for a walk and join us for today's chat. There may just be that pearl of wisdom you need to hear. So let's shimmy on over and get started. Today's guest is such a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous soul. My friend Joe St. George, who is a powerful intuitive life guide. She's living on the South Coast in New South Wales at the moment. And she's well known for her Kundalini Reiki. That's where I met Joe a couple of years ago. And her teachings uh, around the oracle cards that she does and her holistic counseling. And I met Joe, as I said, at one of the Reiki programs she was running, but I knew of her well before that because my son Henry and Joe's daughter Grace were great friends. They were besties and I'm so grateful to Joe because she lived closer to town and the nightclub hotspots. So the kids would end up on her couch at odd hours in the morning instead of mine. So, Joe, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. And it's lovely to be. I'm so happy to be here and have a chat with you. Thank you. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. And, Joe, I start the podcasts generally just asking the guests at what stage of life they're at. So where are you at in your life? And I know that's a very broad question. I was told recently that I'm in the teenage years of old age or the teenage stage of old age, having just turned 60. So now I'm a teenager again, feeling very good about it. Actually, I like that teenage element. What's the old age element? (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) Who said that? Who said that old age? So you've just turned 60. I did, yes, uh, in March. In March. Such a wonderful thing. I love it. You love it? What did you do? It's very empowering being 60. Oh, why? Why is it empowering being sixty? People have to people have to just bow to me now. It's like yeah, family, <laughs> I'm sixty. Listen, but what I say means something. You know, I'm old. I've earned the right to say this, and you know, you just have to go along with it, whether you agree or not. I said it. It must be right. Ooh, so, it's just wonderful. <laughs> I like to boss my family around now because I'm old. <laughs> Was there a shift? Because I'm 57. Yeah, I've still actually, got three years. Bit, there was yeah, a shift. To be really honest, there was quite a shift. It was a bit kind of a lonely thing for a, a day. I thought, yeah. oh, you know, you, you just felt a bit, yeah, like, ugh. And then it's like, you know, put your big girl pants on. You can do this. And I literally woke up the next day and I thought, I love it. I'm oh. 60 and I'm going to rock the rest of my life. I'm not going to be one of these people that goes downhill as soon as they reach a certain yes. age. This is it. I'm going to have fun and, you know, life's about fun. You yeah, and you have fun anyway, don't you? Like no, you're, do, you're, don't <laughs> yeah, you have fun. You, you've got a good fun approach to life. Yeah. What did you do for your 60th? You did something special, didn't you? I did. I actually went on a retreat, a, not a, a stillness retreat to Bali by myself. 
So I went over. I knew some of the people that were on the retreat, but my family weren't there, although they did something beautiful for me on my on the day of my birthday. But um, I just went there by myself for 10 days and enjoyed some still centering calmness that comes with Bali. I absolutely love yes. um, just being there. It's just got a wonderful vibe about it that, that is, I find very calming. Yes. And then I went off to uh, met my husband in Darwin uh, at the end of that, and we went to Kakadu National Park for a week with some other friends. Oh, and that, that was is really very lovely. So, yeah, it was That's really yeah. Just for my family, if they're listening, I would love that for my 60th birthday too, a retreat on my own. Family, I love you, but. <laughs> I'll talk to the kids. They can organise it. (laughs) I would love that. I would love that so much. You used to run retreats too, didn't you? I did, yes. yes. What was it like being on the other side of the guest? It's kind of weird because the first, I've been on some of these retreats, this lady's retreats before, and the, and you kind of feel like you want to put your 20 cents worth in every (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, no, you're supposed to be taking this, not giving this. Yes. There's a bit, you feel a little bit like that for a while, but. Now I'm just used to, you just go there and you just lap up all the attention, all the wonderful energy and, and the, the sort of stuff that we do is, it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. So you've turned 60. You've recently, the last couple of years, you've also done a big sea change, haven't you? So you lived in Canberra, the capital of Australia for those listening from overseas. And where have you moved to? We moved about two and a half hours from Canberra up to the coast to a place called Mollymook Beach. Just, it's this glorious, you've, you, as you've seen it's it, beautiful. It, it's, it's, it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful part of the world. It's not mad tourist related place. It's just, it's a very calm little area that, that my husband and I have enjoyed coming to for about 30 years. And we, uh, we had a, a house here and now we've done a little bit of a reno on it. So it's, you know, it, it, we can live in it a little bit more and have all the family here now. And it's just wonderful. So calming and a whole different mindset and a whole different way of life than, than the busyness that surrounds, you know, public service and mm-hmm. sort of higher profile lives in, in Canberra, you know, and, and it's wonderful. And we came here when the fires were on. Um, we had some really terrible fires in 2019. And, yeah, they, they closed the mountain road behind our furniture removal van. So, oh my gosh, really? I know. We're lucky we both, like, I was in front of them and we got through and they were calling out for help here. The, um, rural fire service catering people were calling out for help. And so I just left everything and at six o'clock in the morning the following day, I was at the fire station said, I'm here, ready to make sandwiches for you. We're going to do this. And they took me in and for six weeks I boiled eggs, mashed them, grated them and made sandwiches, <laughs> which was fabulous. And it's just, it's like working in the CWA, but it was a wonderful intro into this area because we didn't know anybody when we arrived here. Actually, I was going to ask you that too. I'm going to go back to that in a, no, I'll actually stick with that now. So the fires, and for those of you in Australia, you probably remember those fires. So this is just, this was the summer just before COVID hit as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was really devastating for our yeah. local yeah. communities, but they were devastating fires. So being involved, like you're doing this sea change, you're packing up your whole home. How long had you lived in Canberra for? We lived there for 22 years. Gosh, so, so you're packing long, up a yeah. life and moving yeah. to the coast. So Yeah, and having it's 
apart from the energy is very, very different, my house is very, very different, and then my life had to be very different. So it's all these very, very different from what I've had. So it was a bit bit daunting. Yeah. And then if it, actually I think if it wasn't for the, the rural fire service ladies, it, it probably would have been a lot more daunting. Wow. Um, yeah, to come in because, as I said, we didn't know anybody. And my husband, that's fine with him. He's kind of happy to do his own little thing, what he was doing. But I'm a little bit more social and, and needed a little bit of, you know, socialising. And, and thankfully, these ladies didn't mind sort of having a morning tea or whatever it was that we needed to do. And through that, I've made some really lovely friends and now settled in after, what have we been here now, three years. And it's um, just, yeah, it's fabulous. I've got a good group of friends now. and it's um, Yeah. I hear been- that a lot when people are moving because John and I are looking in a couple of years to – do something similar to what you've done to another area of the South Coast. And I hear that a lot from people when they make a move, that it's about having those support, you know, being part of the community, you know, and getting involved in the community as best you can, whatever the the thing is for you. To it's get the involved. easiest intro. Yeah. It really is the easiest intro um, if you don't have a community service kind of role. That yes. You know, yeah. Another thing that's a really good idea, and I we didn't do this, and we should have probably, but um, start to get to know a few people before you move down so that when you yeah. get here, you can go, we've arrived, and at least you know one or two people, but we didn't know a soul. Yeah, do you know what? I've started doing that as well. Like, we know some people down the coast to the area that we want to move, but I'm starting to make some connections there from a business perspective as well because I don't want to land there and going, oh, you know, here I am out of towner, I want yeah. to become part of the community. So I'm starting to do that a couple of years out from, yep. uh, and they're gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous people. Yeah. Like they yeah. are. It's yeah. all very, yeah, but it just fits a different vibe though. So everyone's really relaxed and nothing's, you know, it's okay, no stress. You know, it's almost like coastal time instead of Canberra time. Oh my God. I am, I'm, yep. yes, I'm looking. You'll love it. <laughs> you know what, my mindset, I'm there already. It's just physically I'm not, so I need to, um, I'm easing myself into that. What were some of the other challenges in making that? Because you had a very high-profile job here too, didn't you? Yeah, I did. In Canberra. Well, How did you make that transition from kind of corporate, public sector to not? I'd say I drank quite a lot of wine for the first <laughs> For a little while. It took quite a while to sort of just, you know, calm calm my farm, as my husband would say. Mm. But he, he did say to me after about six, six months, he said, you're actually walking like a local now, uh, which is dawdling rather than I just get up and go, right, we're going now. Bang, 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 bang. Let's do this. Come on. I've got the book out, the clipboard. We're ready. Uh-huh. Just no. You know, if I want to wake up at nine o'clock in the morning now, I do and it's okay. But it was very, it was very interesting. I found after six months, I decided I was actually going to get rid of every piece of corporate clothing or handbag shoes. I got rid of probably 50 or 60 pairs of shoes, all yeah. the jackets, all the handbags. I just got rid of them all. So I have no corporate clothing whatsoever. And interestingly, had a need for it a couple of weeks ago. I had to go to government house. I had to go and buy something because I didn't own a jacket or a dress or anything that wasn't yeah. boho or you know, a pair of joggers sort of thing. Was that cathartic to do that? Yeah, Was very, that- very, very, very much yeah. so. Yeah. Yes. I've been kind of doing a little bit of that. Mine's not necessarily getting into the getting ready for the coast, but my vibe's changed mm. around that as well. Like I wear runners to work 
Like I'm, I'm sensible. <laughs> like I wear sensible, comfy. I, I think though, I think society's getting a bit okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I yeah, think so too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Instead of having, uh, you know, the world's largest collection of heels, I now have the world's largest collection of lifestyle joggers. Platform glitter, no glitter. Yeah, I love that. I was going to ask you when you were talking about the community, the moving down there. What about packing up your house? Like roots were here, twenty-two years here. Yeah. Was there any other things about leaving? Canberra that were challenging or not? Not, not so much challenging, a bit sad. In, yeah. in some ways, I really loved our, the house that we had in Canberra. And like, you know, we called it the Fibro Majestic, but it was an old <laughs> fashioned Canberra workers cottage that we'd done some extension to and it had a, a warmth and it, it, it was beautiful. Like a, yeah, a, like a family home, but with warm colours and, and I'm a bit of a colour freak. So it yeah. was like, it was this warm and, I don't know. It had one and had a beautiful garden. We did have a really, really lovely garden. So we've come down here and everything's different. It's yeah. Hamptons and it's um, sort of coastal gardens, which are very, very different. And yes. I'm turning into a bit of a mad gardener as I get older. And it's, we decided to do the landscaping here and it's, it's a bit of a, it's difficult to find what you actually like because I love roses and I love all the sort of traditional cold mm-hmm. climate gardens and stuff, which you just can't have here. Isn't that interesting even then maybe that's probably not even the thing that you would anticipate would be the thing that would be the differences. Mm. Like you sort of focus on all the exciting bits, but, you know, when we move from one point in life to another, sometimes we don't realise the things that we miss until we don't have them. That's right. That's exactly right. Oh, yeah, yeah, the flowers. Because now you mentioned that Mm. at the coast there's – it is a – seems really obvious but it's probably not obvious until you no until you yeah start doing your own gardening and i have three rose bushes i must say and they um are performing very bad this year (laughs) girls need a bit of a lift yeah it's gonna happen (laughs) so it's kind of re-establishing what what you like isn't it it's an opportunity it's almost like an opportunity to absolutely start afresh yeah Mm. yeah so it's it's different. We had furniture recovered and we've had to sort of pick all these different styles. And yeah. my husband has a fantastic eye for detailing art and stuff like that. So we've just had to change everything and it's great. Yeah. The house is really lovely. I think it is. Ours, yes. Yes. Your house so, is beautiful. Um, it is yeah. absolutely beautiful. So it's a bit different now than it was. And you know, so yes, it is different, but I was a bit sad to leave Canberra. Mm. Um, but I couldn't go back there for quite, for quite a while. I just thought, no, I don't want to go back. And I felt very anxious going back. Interesting. Cause your daughter's still here too. She, she? is. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I would not, not have anxiety attacks, but I would start to feel very anxious about going back there and driving the traffic because we don't have any traffic here. Really. No. <laughs> it was, was one of the things. And now the last two times I've been there, I've actually really enjoyed it because Canberra's changed. So it's not like I'm going back to home. I'm going back to this, place that's pretty funky and cool and it's um it's different now than it was so I actually have enjoyed the last couple of times that's interesting I'm uh, curious about that because it's like you're a strong woman you're I I know you you're you're a strong woman got a you know positive outlook on life but just the difference and kind of almost the going back to something brought up some things and it doesn't sound like it was hugely no no traumatic or anything but it was just that it was different and you'd kind of maybe moved into this new life I I, I, I can't quite think I have these things Joe, and maybe it's to do with the number of birthdays I've had but 
I have conversations and I can't quite grab it from the filing cabinet in my head. It's like I can't remember what that conversation is. So, um, I get what you're saying, but I can't, I can't get that filing cabinet memory out of my head. You're stuck today. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Oh, no, you're not even 60. So, mm. Mm. something that does happen is, a, yeah, I'm not going senile. I just can't remember some things. Just a bit, bit of brain fog. What about, have you settled into that sort of retirement? You know, you've made the sea change. Yeah. You're 60. You said that that was a really kind of liberating, empowering birthday. But are there any that retirement? Have you retired or not? Well, no, not really. <laughs> yes, I have, insofar as I don't go to work every day. Yeah. But, um, you know, I have, I do, I see clients here. I have yeah. um, a healing room here. So I see clients here every week and I run a few little workshops and I teach Reiki healing. And yeah. I do that here because I have a, quite a large area that I can um, access yeah. to teach. Yeah. And I do those sorts of things. And, and, and I still do the rural fire service every Thursday. I do. Yeah, catering. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Tell anybody. <laughs> that, do you know what? I reckon that's beautiful. I reckon that's really good. So tell me about your spiritual practice. You've been a, on part a of that spiritual journey for a long time. Yeah. Tell yeah, me. Tell yeah. me all about that. Well, as a child, I, I could go to 25, I guess. One day I said to this woman in the street, I, and I didn't know who she was. I just said, you have this amazing green color around you today. It's extraordinary. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, you've got all this beautiful green energy around you here. And she said, can you see that? And I said, yeah, can't everybody? You know, I, I just assumed for a very, very long time that everybody could see like that. And I um, have been able to see those sorts of things all my life as a child up till now. And she said, that's actually quite a gift. And, and then I wanted to know more about it. And she said, well, I'm part of this little, this spiritual get together. Come and we just learn about different sorts of things. Just we meditated and you know, yeah. just different bits and pieces, and it sort of went from there. So nineteen, that was two thousand and nine. I went to a a conference with a lady called Doreen Virtue. And I don't know if you know who she is. Yeah, I, yes, <laughs> yes. And um, was totally taken in with this card reading thing. I thought, oh, this is this is amazing. So I paid some extra money to have her teach me how to do it <laughs> on in a in a small group and. I armed myself with a few decks of cards and went to the Gorman House Markets and started reading cards every oh, week. Oh, did you? Oh, my yeah. gosh. They're local markets here in Canberra. Yes, the local really markets there. Markets. And yeah. I thought, what the heck, I'm going to do this. And it just kind of flowed on from there. I had learnt traditional Asui Reiki many, many years. In 1986, I did my yeah. first level of that and was always interested in it until I started doing angelic Reiki. And then I thought, well, I like this. But then I started to do Kundalini Reiki, and then I thought I found what I want to do. Oh. So I, I um, am a master teacher of Kundalini Reiki, which you have done some of, yeah. And and I just I teach that, and I use that all the time. But energy healing is energy healing. So yeah. sometimes it's Kundalini, sometimes it's it's different energies that come in when you're doing. Um, so what's healing. the um? Yeah, that. What's the Kundalini part? So Reiki is energy healing, isn't it? It is, yes. Yeah, it's energy and hands sort of through predominantly through your yes. hands, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So and Kundalini is using earth energy. Yeah. Angelic Reiki is a much higher vibrational form of energy healing. It's because you're using um, angelic vibration. And Kundalini is earth and it's, it's lower and it's hotter, but, but the same. 
you know, it's one and the same. You're just pulling one down, you're pulling the other one up. Yeah. And it's very, uh, it's very, very powerful. It's very easy to turn on. And, um, I find it the easiest to do remote healings with. Yes. Which is interesting. Yeah. And then, and I do a lot of that through COVID particularly, yeah. uh, because no one could come and see me. We did a lot of, um, remote healings that way and it worked really well. Yeah. Because you, it is, um, energy healing is one of those beautiful things that you don't have to be there in person. No, you don't. Do. And so through absolutely COVID, but not just COVID, is it you just? No, it's, it's still got, yeah, it's still, I have clients in all parts of Australia and, and I have one lady in the States that I just do, I do all remote with. Yeah. 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 That's very cool. So your spiritual practice, you like Reiki is your kind of, it's my main, it's my main, main thing, yeah. but your card reads, readings as well. Yeah. I was just looking around. You've got a squillion decks of cards. I, I don't know if you can see up for those of the, you that are watching on YouTube behind me in these little baskets, there are a whole lot of my decks of cards as well. And I was just going to, are yours nearby or not? No, I actually only just took them downstairs last night when I oh. did my thing. Yeah. yeah. But I have 200 decks of cards. Oh, actually, oh. I have a deck <laughs> over there. I'll go and get them. Just while we're, while we're still chatting, mm-hmm. it's just maybe even just channel the energy and we can, I'm going to get you to pull a card for the listeners. Now, just mindful that this probably when this goes live is going to be May. So I'm just putting Joe on the spot there. So Joe and Joe also, if Joe's details are in the show notes, but Joe St. George, Joe does card readings each week as well, where she actually has a different deck of cards each week and then just does the reading and the interpretation. And they've been, I must admit, Joe, they've been very, very accurate when I've been um following along. Yeah, they're, they're, I get so drawn to them sometimes and then other times I, I find, no, I don't like this deck, but I can't find ones that I like, so I tend to go back to the the tried and true, the yeah. virtue ones simply because they work in my heart. It's as easy, yes. you know, it's just an easy thing. So what deck have you got there? Have you got a? I have the Love Your Inner Goddess deck. Oh, nice! I love it, and it's um, it's a Lana Fairchild deck of cards, yeah. and they're the artwork in them is just really funky and young, and you know, yeah, these sorts of pictures. You know, they're just they're really they're really Very lovely. Vibrant and and fairly um, fairly clear. But I've actually just pulled a card because when I just gave them a little shuffle before one jumped out. Yes. Can I do it now? Can yeah, I? yeah, please, please, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. How appropriate oh, is that? Oh, <laughs> so it's better to be absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous. than better to be and, absolutely ridiculous than, yeah, than absolutely boring. And it's a picture of this gorgeous woman, woman with a wild mask on. And it's freaking um, beautiful is the word down the bottom. Here. Freaking beautiful. Yeah. And what's your interpretation of that, Joe? So when you look at a card, can you talk us through? Yeah. Because a lot of people have guidance cards. You use your intuition. I do, yeah. You use your intuition. Cards, to be fair, the, the cards are generally there for the client. Yes. I just put them, I don't, I've, I've very rarely ever looked at a book that comes with these cards yeah. and I put them there because you want a card reading and then I just get messages from them. But this is about stepping into your power and not letting anybody rain on your parade. This is moving forward fearlessly and if people don't like the way you are, that's their journey. Not It's about them, not you. This is like be true to yourself and move forward and stay beautiful and, you know, freaking beautiful. Stay freaking beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Because it's wonderful. But it's about, yeah, it's it's about 
taking more it's working with your solar plexus which is the um the chakra point that sits just under your rib cage and that's all about it's about self-confidence and moving forward fearlessly and stuff like that so that's what this card's about and i know at the moment a little bit of booby stuff here there's a lot of really interesting energies around um because we've had an eclipse and uh it's it's the energy's kind of ooh, but mm. It's pushing us forward and it's pushing us forward because if we don't do anything about it now, we're going to lose the momentum because the next eclipse not for another 12 or 13 months, I think. And I don't follow the moon thing too much, but um, I think it's that far away. So if we don't do what we need to do now, it's going to lose that, that pushing energy that, that comes from, um, you know, comes from spirit sometimes. And it's interesting that you pulled that card. Like that's what I'm all about as well when I'm talking with my, clients and my community it's about be true to who you are and really own who you are so yours is the card there is being saying about that freaking beautiful like we are all beautiful and it's about owning that and seeing it within ourselves and being who we are not trying to be somebody else not be a different kind of beautiful yeah yeah. society puts people into these little molds be different yeah absolutely at and all. own it and really own mm. it and because the universe, we, we need everybody to show up how they're showing up. And a lot of the women that I work with around that, you know, not feeling confident to, to be who they are. And it's about, well, who do you want to be? Who are you? And sometimes it's, you know, they're not clear yeah. around that. So let's do some self-awareness and exploring around. And you do the same with your yep. people as well. Yep. Yeah. You've got to have a title. That's what yep. I think. Yeah. Title. Yeah. Yeah. What's your title? Life guide. Life guide. Yeah. Do you know what I, I struggle? Have... I do struggle with that in, in all honesty. Because when I, I know we talked about this in my business, like I'm a coach and a mentor, but I'm so, there are so many things in that. I don't know if I have, oh, do you know what? The other day I was looking at stuff like mindset magician came up and a dream weaver. Like I help people to get their mindset and I help them to weave their dreams and create their dreams. Now I'm not sure if that's what I'll put on my business card, but like I'm a bit of a treasure um, hunter as well, like helping people to find their their treasure troves and their gems within them. And I do, I was talking with somebody uh, earlier about categorizing some, some, and it was in relation to some different, Oh fuck, that's one of those filing cabinets that I can't quite get to in my head, but it was about being categorized. And I don't like to put a category on me. And I know for business points that can be a bit tricky, yeah, but yeah. I'm yeah. I'm not good with yeah. that. Yeah. But you're yes, you're a definitely I, I needed a title. Yes. You know? I, and I when I left the public service because I had a title. Yeah. Um and I'd had titles yes. uh, way in my life, I needed a title. Didn't know I needed a title until I went and saw this beautiful lady who, um, who, uh, runs, runs an academy where I did a lot of my training. I just went and I said, I don't know what's going on here. I can't cope. My family say I'm crying a lot and I'm not. I don't like crying. <laughs> <laughs> and she got out this great big piece of butcher's paper and she put my name in the middle of it. And then we wrote down all the things that I ever have been in my life. Mm. Mother, you know, horrible teenager. You know, Miss Fraser Island, 1975, <laughs> wind television manager, this, that, the other, the whole thing. But the, the thing was full of all these different things that I was. 
And she says, so where do you think you sit there? And I said, I don't know. I'd have to go home and workshop this with my husband because he's the word master. He gets all these fantastic words. So I took this big piece of paper home and I put it on the fridge and I sat on the kitchen bench and I opened a bottle of wine and we sat there and we talked about it. And he said, you're a life guide. Uh He said, you're not a life coach. And I said, I don't ever want to use that word because I'm not a life coach. He said, you guide people through all these things because of all these different experiences that you've had in your life. You can guide other people through theirs with the masses of knowledge that you have. And I do have, I've had a lot of interesting roles in my life. And so I can help people. And that's what I love doing. But life guide just, it was, it was it. That was it. Big light bulb moment. Love it. And that was right. Now I can get up and have some dinner. Come on. What are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) and that kind of fits with your personality too doesn't it because I did a similar I did a similar activity where I just listed I was trying to work out who am I like who am I who am I and it's the same sort of thing like uh, it was about I came up with a whole lot of qualities I came up with a whole lot of functions that you know I performed in life and I brainstormed and just had just words everywhere and I whittled those down. My and Now, this doesn't really relate to me and what I do in my business, but who am I? The words I came up with was I'm free-spirited mm. and that resonates with me. Now, I know it's not. I don't put that on the business. business. Free-spirited. <laughs> no, no, just free-spirit. 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 You like that? You People do that on one side go, and then have the business one on the other side. You could have a two-sided business card. Oh, like two-faced, two-faced. Yeah. Maybe people who are listening give us some, put some comments about some, yeah, free spirit. But I certainly know in my life I am absolutely free spirit and that you fits are, in with yes. I, I choose to be who I am and I'm very, I feel good about who I am, but I do show up differently in different, you know, some days I'm feeling, you know, I'm sparkly today. I'm Actually, I'm sparkling most days, but some days I'll be just like really boho, chilled out, barefoot. And then other days I'll be, I'm wearing all black today, black and silver. And Do you like that with music? Bright pink. Your taste yes. in music? Yes, yeah. absolutely. The same. We're chameleons. I think we're chameleons and we play to our audience. Yeah. Okay. That's. Yeah. That's Adaptive. Ad- ad- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And morph in. I would 100% agree with that. Yeah. And yeah. I choose to be different things at different times, and I'm completely okay with that. Some people might kind of, uh, uh, yeah, anyway. They may think you're false, but in fact, you're not. You're just being no. true to yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know. Because it's that free spirit is. to, yeah, choose yeah. what I want. So so that's cool about the work label as well. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. What other tools do you have in your goodies of spiritual? Mm-hmm. Like, I just love the whole spiritual stuff. I just love talking with them. What else have you got in your bag of goodies there? What do you use? I do sound baths. <gasps> yeah, I know. I started doing them over here. And my husband bought me two very large bowls for Christmas and then I bought a selection of them and now I run these sound bath meditations. I have eight and other sound implements as well. They're just beautiful. Yes. Oh. Sound is very healing. You yes. can be a sound healer, I mean, you know, it's another form of healing, uh, I guess. But yeah. um, I, I just love the – it takes me to different places. I can I can do a guided meditation or I can sit there and just do a Zen meditation or whatever. But when I do sound sound meditations, I just go to a totally different place. Same. It just takes you that extra level down and it's amazing. Uh, do you know what? As you're saying, I want you to do it now, but it probably won't. 
I can't. No, I, no. I have to go down and set up and stuff. Yeah. But, but um, I will do one and put it up on my Facebook page so people can see it. Oh, cool. That would be great. I find exactly what you said there, sound bars, and that's using the crystal bowls and I use I've got seven crystal bowls and three brass ones and I have four wind chimes and a couple of other or koshi chimes they're called and they they resonate on different tones as well and it's yeah yeah and I love it it just gets into your head because I have a very busy mind Mm. I went to the um had acupuncture the other day and he said oh my god Catherine he said your mind is just so busy I'm like yeah I was having the acupuncture and it's just like oh shit I wish they, somebody could get my notepad because I've got all these thoughts going through my head, <laughs> but the sound just helps my mind get quiet, but get clear. Yep. And just that. If you find quiet, one sound that you act, that actually really does that to you, whatever the, whatever the megahertz of it is, yeah. get a bowl and have it there as your own sound. Oh, okay. I might, yeah, I might. Get you have to try a lot of them out first because they all, um, yeah. they're all very, very different. Yeah. I was watching some TV show the other day. It was some random stupid thing, but a head, a guy got his head stuck in some sound bowl or something. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, actually, I think I would find that quite therapeutic. Not to get my head it's stuck very in dangerous. just to have, yes, but to have just that. Anyway, that's, that's a bit. <laughs> Stop watching that sort of thing. <laughs> so you do your sound baths. Beautiful, beautiful. You've also just started some other gorgeous workshops as well. Yeah, Tell us about I have, those. I have. I've, they're just, they're just starting off. I've got a few ideas for further down the track, but it's, I've just got a little logo that's I and the heart signal me. So it's all about, and as you know, I wrote a book about self care. Yeah. And this is about I heart me and it's about giving yourself back things. So the first one I did was a, a vision board workshop and setting goals and things because people don't always think about those sorts of things. Mm. So mm. I had 15 ladies here and we had a fabulous night. And then I had one where we all learned how to read cards. That was just recently. We had uh, all had got their own deck of cards and we were doing readings for each other, but I was just basic basic card reading, which was really lovely. And it's just giving yourself back something spiritual. Yeah. My next one is Bath Body Beauty, where we're going to make our own Bath Body Beauty products. Oh, how beautiful. Yeah. How beautiful. They're nice, nice, fun, not not too spiritual, not too deep. So people that aren't really spiritual can come along to them and enjoy yeah. them and have a bit of fun as well. And we, you know, we have a glass of bubbles and just it's yeah. it's fun, but it's learning and and learning to look after ourselves a little bit more. Yeah, and I know I've just started back my in-person happiness hive events, and yeah. you presented at one of those a couple of years yeah. ago where you did the vision board, and that that's was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was beautiful. So, and that's the same sort of thing where we get together and we just do fun. You know, we talk about different topics, have those kind of inspired conversations, but also do random fun things. Like one of the ones we did, I think maybe before you and I met, was there was a woman that taught us how to do Bollywood dancing, and that was really good fun. And then there was another young woman who was starting up her own modelling agency, and she taught us how to be catwalk models. And, and then we've had other ones where it's been, you know, deep conversations about life-changing events yeah. that, so it's the same sort, you know, yeah, it's it about yeah. helping women just yeah. to, to feel absolutely yeah. beautiful and gorgeous about themselves. I've teed what? up a lady to do a great, your own private, gra- uh, your own private grazing table. Uh-huh. So a winter warmer grazing plate that you do it like she does them, these amazing spreads. And I'm, I'm pretty hopeless with that sort of thing. So it'll be really nice to do Me something. Too. 
Yeah. I'm actually challenging myself. I'm going to do my own grazing platters and I'm learning to make sourdough bread. And for me, cool. that's a really big life challenge because I skipped that. Home I skipped all the domestic <laughs> stuff. And so I'm actually setting myself a challenge. And um, it's interesting. My brain works quite differently. The things that I would say are my gifts and my zone of genius, mm. easy in flow, mm. the things that are not like putting together a grazing plant. <laughs> My brain, I can feel my brain actually clunky, clunky, clunky. Okay. What I, yeah. So I'm actually putting that as part of my, it's a learn, <laughs> learning to be, to use my brain differently. That's, that's a wonderful <laughs> thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry for all those that are coming along. What daily practices do you have about just being the best version of yourself? What are your daily practices? Or what are some of? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the mornings, when I when I wake up, I we walk we walk on the beach or yeah. on the footpath on the beach. I can't swim, so I don't get in the ocean, but I do walk on the sand sometimes. We walk our doggy on the on the beach, and while uh, my husband's giving me a coffee, I do this little thing called love, grace, and gratitude, and it's a thing Robbie Zek, who's the lady I went on the retreats with, does, and it's love, grace, and gratitude to Mother Earth, love, grace, and gratitude to my beautiful heart, love, grace, and gratitude to the wider world. Love, grace, and gratitude to others. Love, grace, and gratitude to spirit, their spirit, and love, grace, and gratitude to the universe. And then you go back down again. And I do that about three times, and then the coffee's ready. Is about <laughs> <laughs> how it works. Then I'm much, I'm much more zen when I've had a cup of coffee and I've done that. And that's my every morning ritual. I don't always say it out loud. I quite often do it in my head, but I do the arm actions for it because well, I got goosebumps, Joe, when you mentioned that. Mm. what's a sign of goosebumps what is a sign Truth of goosebumps? tingles angels Truth speaking tingles. you should be doing it Catherine yes. Yes. <laughs> all of the I above like. <laughs> I like that I haven't heard that term truth tingles but when when I get the tingles that's absolutely what it is that's yeah. spirit's way of working through me yeah. to say Such a, it's a beautiful practice and it's done um, very slowly and when we're in Bali we used to do it for about 10 minutes every day and Olivia get you... wrote a song about it that that she does it too as well. Oh, nice. Can we get you, Joe? I'm going to get you to even just pop those points down and we might pop that in the show notes as well. Just, um, cause I can't even remember what you said then, but I think that would be a nice practice. It'd be lovely. Yeah. yeah. So that and making the actual art of making a pot of tea. When I get home from my walk, I make a pot of tea and I, after I've had a coffee, but I'll sit down and have a cup of tea out on the, the front deck, which I call front yard barley because there's lots of palm trees on my bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh joe that's beautiful like we could you know we could we could go on forever couldn't we ever and ever and ever but yeah. really lovely to reconnect with you thank you so much for thank you. Um, it's sharing just... and where can people find you where can, you can find me on facebook uh under joe and george and i have another offshoot to that joe and george life guide but um you automatically get an invitation to join that page and that's where i will put all the meditations and things on the life guide page because it's then you can just go the little 10 minute meditations and sound baths that you can go and just listen to when you need to. Oh, beautiful. It's, um, you know, it's not for the everyday stuff that you have on Facebook. Yeah, no, that's great um, to do that. And we'll have all those details in the show notes. And apparently I'm on Instagram. I didn't know I was because Grace, God love her, <laughs> when she was about 10, set me up. And apparently I've got like about 8,000 followers. Oh, wow. Like a junior influencer or something in my wow. teenage. Cool. Without even knowing that. 
you've done that. <laughs> I don't even post on there. And people, anyway, so you mainly find me on Facebook. Um, you know, if you've got any questions or you've ever got a question, I'm really happy to, um, to have a little video chat with you or, or anyone if they need to, but just send me a message. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah, and Jo does her beautiful card readings as well. They're five-card um, Fridays, yeah, they're called. Yeah. So on Fridays, I pop the cards up, yeah. Yeah. And live read on Saturday. Perfect. So thank you very much. I'm going to maybe change my um, business card to Catherine Bowyer Free Spirit, see what happens there. <laughs> and if anybody should, would like to no, sign. I think it should have two sides. Yeah. Two sides, I think. You don't have to do that. Cube as a uh, as a business card, so just you know, just two. Might do have it. Free spirit on one side, and then have like you know some professional title or whatever you want to call yourself on the yeah. other. Side. Yeah, or free spirit, or just or woman, or you know, or goddess. Just, just <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> actually, if anybody does want to sign up to newsletters and stuff, just follow the happinesshives dot com, and you can join the newsletter, and you'll get wonderful tips like <laughs> what I share here. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much, gorgeous. Loved it. Thank Um, you. It's wonderful. Yes. Love to you. Thanks. Love to you too. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. You can spread the love by sharing it with a friend so she can have a little bit of what we had today. And don't forget to rate and review so we can get it into as many hearts and ears as possible. You can keep the conversation going on my Happiness Hive socials. And if you'd like some more high vibe happiness in your life, come and join me in our community of inspired and motivated women at the Happiness Lounge. This is my online membership club and your central hub for everything you will need to be truly happy and bounce out of bed every day living and loving your best and most beautiful life. To find out more, pop over to the Happiness Hive website and click on the link working with Catherine. Until next time, big hugs and happiness.